0: you guys are back again you're really doing this episode three i do am i building a following do i have listeners is it not just friends doing favors for me is this actually people who have come by to see my show is good enough becoming a thing maybe Or maybe you're still putting a little faith that this is going to get a whole lot better and at episode 5 you're going to completely tune out. I'm I'm fine with it, you know? Do do what you want with your life. I appreciate any time you've put into this. Any time that you've spent listening to me talk about the things I talk about. I appreciate you guys so much. And I'll probably say something along those lines every single time we start this because I still can't believe people are tuning in. It's awesome! But thank you. Thank you once again for coming back, guys. Episode 3 of Good Enough. And we are keeping it rolling. We're having fun. I'm loving this, guys. The response to episode one and two was just incredible. I shed a couple of tears recently because of some of how nice some of the things that some people said. I was I was saying thank you to one thing while another person was messaging me. Like it, it seems to be coming from everywhere, and I, I I feel the love. I feel the support. I love you guys so much. Thank you, thank you for for trying to figure out what good enough is with me. It's it, it means a lot. And I'm gonna keep pumping out content. I just recorded episode seven, so we're I'm gonna be having something for you guys, you know, every week for a long time. But uh, you're not here for episode seven. This is this is episode three, and episode three is where the format of good enough starts to break up a little bit. I still ask my questions, and there still is a. Uh, How should I say? There is an air of self-help and wanting to be better and do better. All that good stuff. However, my guest was a dick. (laughs) I have on Frankie Hill, everyone. And for those in the comedy scene, you probably know that we butt heads a lot. Because Frankie, that's really it. He's a dick. He's openly racist against Italians. And I am Stefano Sanzo, born of two Italian immigrants. So... Right there, you could see how some problems arise. Uh, but yeah, so we 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 butt heads. He I'm super positive. He's super negative, and our our personalities kind of mix like oil and water. I tried to keep him on track with some of the questions and got some good honest stuff out of him. But he was also very hell bent on ripping on me, which actually made for a pretty entertaining episode. Uh, this this one is one of the funnier ones. Like yes, I do comedy and I cons- would consider myself a comedian. But this show doesn't necessarily have to be funny all the time. Comedic elements are welcome. Jokes are welcome. Swearing is welcome. All that stuff is good. But like, I don't need to force people to do bits and force people to run back and forth and make something. you know, Force the situation to be funny because then it's not being authentic. I want to have a real conversation with people. This, however, was pretty fucking funny because we're basically ripping on each other for a full hour. Uh, and you guys will see it starts right from the get-go. Just Frankie ripping into me like he always does. And it was still pretty fun. I would, I think you guys would want him back just to hear the kind of shit he could talk about me. I talked a little bit of shit. Just I'm not as mean as that dude. I really am not. Uh, but I'm still a little mean, and he gets it out of me now and then. And that's what makes him thrive. Really, he's fueled off me breaking character and and not <laughs> and not being the happy-go-lucky, eating rainbow shit and sunshine dude that I normally am. So, uh, that being said, I'm going to stop talking. I drank way too much coffee today. I, like, had, like so many cups, and then I just had an espresso at my local coffee shop. So, I'm, I'm buzzing pretty hard. So, I'm going to get off the mic and let you guys get to episode three with Frankie Hill. Once again, thank you guys so much for coming back. couldn't afford the rights to any song. the best but we're good enough let's start the podcast now it's good enough
1: how oh, you have the audacity to create and run a podcast in an actual studio when some of the funniest <laughs> comics in connecticut run it from inside some opium den at josh levinson's house and you're in <laughs> rogan's studio dressed like some beatnik fucking <laughs> gym trainer.
0: Listen man, if there's one thing I have, it's audacity. And that's something that you and I have in common because how dare you insult no, we me? We have nothing in how common. How dare you have insult me? Common. Out the gate on my own podcast. <laughs> you, you you roast me day in and day out on Facebook and in person and you've even thrown me into one of your stand-up sets which as a enemy annoyed the shit out of me but as a fan i was honestly a little excited that one time when we were doing that show in (laughs) what the fucking what was it willimantic at the record store in front of a series of just Um, a handful of drug addicts but not here sir all right not here not at the home base not at the home base that's a little fucking rude
1: yeah did you just come back from the gym or something
0: i'm actually no i just came back from the beach
1: i fucking can't stand (laughs)
0: Of course you can't. You is, look, you look like you burn by having a conversation about the beach. You tasty <laughs> fucking ghost. I, I can see you getting red right now. Is it embarrassment? Are are you actually getting like like
1: like direct sunlight poses a threat to me? I don't enjoy it. Right. I fucking suck in the heat. It bothers me that you're good at it. Um. <laughs> well, let's be
0: fair. You suck all the time.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think that's out of line. And to insult me the the second I thought we were gonna have an amicable podcast. That's that's what. My understanding of it was, but no, man, I get like brutal fucking headaches and shit. Do you have like uh, some sort of so, guinea recipe to stop that? Or dude,
0: what? I am a guinea recipe, dude. So <laughs> my, my mother was is Sicilian. My father's Calabrese, both very close to the equator and, uh, I just like it's funny because I'm pretty much as white as you in the winter, but as soon as like I start getting sun and I do get a lot of sun, like I, I, I run and go to the beach and all that, mm. I just get darker and darker and darker. the The darkest I ever got, you my uh, over. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. Um, no, the darkest I ever <laughs> was. Um the darkest i ever was an ecuadorian woman took one look at me and goes you're brown and that was <laughs> i uh i kind of took that as a as a moment of pride uh which i mean there you should never be, it, it take a take it up from a white person to be proud of their skin color
1: <laughs> well there we go there white it is tan pride tan pride i should sure. say
0: but you know <laughs> You know that you know what they say, uh, Italians are just Yeah, no one's more proud of
1: less like more dumb shit than just an Italian American. I got
0: it. honestly you you right. right. You're of right. We're proud of 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 our nothing. Like I, one of my favorite ridiculous Italian tropes. Is bragging about the mafia, which is the most soulless organization on planet Earth. They'll be, they'll be like, yeah, yeah. we don't call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what are you saying? Like, that's criminal. Those are ter- yeah. the mafia are terrible people.
1: Your niece was kidnapped. You yeah. Need to. Now the, they're I, gonna kill her. The the cooking is what kills me because I always saw it, and it is good cooking. But I thought it like took a crazy amount of like time and talent and shit like that to learn but like in one month i learned how to make spaghetti sauce it's easy you just buy meat. it took you, you a fucking it.
0: month to do that dude it's like five ingredients
1: yeah i guess i oversold the month like, I, was, for real? I was trying to speak what the fuck were you doing one, for the rest of the month it took one month's worth of pay to buy it buy all the meats and stuff but yeah dude you just fucking throw it in a pot and heat it up and then pour tomatoes on top of
0: it yeah i mean yeah essentially I, uh, there's that's really all there is to it like yeah. it's it's I mean you have to saute the garlic and the onions right and we're not gonna make this a whole fucking pasta uh a, a pasta podcast uh a pasta cast but um you
1: already have one of those and this isn't it
0: yeah no no I'm 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 already yeah a whole separate studio dedicated to it it's uh yeah. it's it, it's it's my masterpiece um no but I mean the I, you're of Irish descent and they're they're just as needlessly proud as the Italians I, maybe slightly
1: less this is. I'm proud of you for the first time because I've been goading you for years and you've never taken that angle and it's right fucking there. <laughs>
0: you really? The Irish are they? I don't know. Like at least Italians do have cooking and some like really good like yeah, mafia yeah. movies. But the Irish, go ahead, tell me what the Irish have to brag about, Frankie, because I I am oh, bereft to um, think of anything. Well, that- actually,
1: uh, the great cinematic classic *Boondock Saints*, which is real, right? Great, and which. Which every Irish person can relate to,
0: and every Irish person um, has to watch by the age of what? What is the legal requirement? Fifteen. Fifteen. Well, right. Right. Yeah. What
1: a piece of shit movie. Yeah. There's that movie, <laughs> and then yeah, that's that's basically Boondock it. Saints two. <laughs> I've seen Irish people so like proud of the fact that Henry Hill's char- character in um. Goodfellas was half Irish. Right. That's how pathetic. That is. is unbelievably yeah, yeah, pathetic. There's nothing there. Yeah. And no. This there's is nothing. the first time. That's how stupid you are. <laughs> years. Years. I've been just berating you and giving you like a wide open like shy. Well, I
0: was. I was thinking. waiting until I had you right where I wanted you yeah. in my
1: podcast, which per- is in your dojo here. and
0: exactly. No, I mean my. I, I would consider my dojo the gym. I know how much you hated that statement, and that's why I said it. I'm about to
1: fucking walk out. <laughs> This is very nice here, and it's run by like some guy who looks like he steals from a pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> the bald,
0: the the bald head, the, just this—he's uh, in po- scrubs right now. Yeah, literally in scrubs. No, my producer never explained why. My, my producer—we walked into the studio, and he's uh, and he's he's wearing scrubs with no explanation. Also, how dare I have a producer? It is episode three. <laughs> again, was... again, the audacity, man! I wear it. I it as a fucking suit of armor
1: yeah sometimes man i just it's great to just start you off and watch you beat yourself up <laughs> that's that's what i like to do that's what i enjoy
0: dude i'm an emo kid that's our style man self 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 loathe and that uh that's trying yeah. to wear self-awareness as if it's artsy but in reality it's kind of pathetic i'm well, still saying all that out loud is that loud, where you I? I? were in high school you were no, you man. a theater
1: kid or you were an emo dude kid?
0: i was so dude high school me I, I was on the football team in high school. I can't say that I played football because I fucking didn't. Surely, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but like, I was like a like like I listened. I've always listened to emo music ever since I was in middle school. I mean, I've i I've, I've been a I've been a massive fan of all that stuff. So like, on the inside, emo. But I and and theater, I didn't start until like two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to, but football is a year round sport. Right. So like, I mean. It's, I guess now you could kind of call me a theater kid, but that doesn't make sense because you can't be a theater kid at 20. Ah, I guess it does.
1: Yeah. How long do you quit? How long till
0: I quit what? Theater. There's so many different things that I need to quit, man. I think I guess I have to quit comedy first, but I'll never quit comedy, which pisses them No f- matter how many people
1: beg you. Yeah, no matter
0: how many people beg me, no matter how many people don't go to shows. And
1: um, the, the hate mail. Yeah. And the threats. Yeah.
0: I've had... This is my third podcast studio I've gone through. They've all been burnt down. <laughs> They've all been Molotov cocktailed. Yeah. And it's only episode three, which barely even adds up. Um... No, I- I'm never gonna quit theater. I- I'm never gonna quit any of the dumb things that I've started. I know. Mm. I know it seems like I have no business, uh, being. Uh, God damn it! I don't want to say the word Renaissance man. What's the? What, I don't know if there's another word douchebag. for something. Somebody- yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever stop being a douchebag, Frankie. That's that's just that's just who I am. I mean, um, no, it's. I I, I would I love theater, but like I, do, I I will never do it in the summer. Um, and I love comedy, but I'll never do it when I want to because I don't, <laughs> you, you, I don't really want to put on sh- shows much anymore. And, uh, getting booked is its whole, that's its whole, whole other thing. When was your last show? God damn. Was it, I hope it wasn't that Willimanic thing, but I'm, no, I, I did another one. Why are you thing, looking like, at me like I know where uh, your, your schedule is? You was. know my schedule, Frank. Don't, <laughs> don't you follow me around for figuring it out. One, you know, one day you will have to kill me. So, like, you need to have a detailed, uh, uh, F- Frankie, yeah, shit, I didn't. Even, this is Frankie Hill, by the way, everyone. Um, uh, Frankie Hill, uh, stand-up comedian, uh, from Connecticut. I don't know. That s- say a little about yourself. What, what, what else should Thanks. people know? Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, just yeah,
1: stand-up comedian from Connecticut. I've been doing it for like five years now. Five years. All right, be so five years in September.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you know the day. I um, all right. So you started like what, like a year ish before me. F- uh, it was four years in February for me. But, um, yeah, man, so yeah, uh, welcome to the podcast, uh, Frankie and I are, uh, I, don't know, I guess we're sort of friends, but sort of not really. I wouldn't know a great way to describe our uh, relationship. I mean, it's most you—you you live what in Waterbury, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's not like I bump into you too often. Only at shows, and I barely on shows. Uh, mostly Facebook, a lot of a lot of fa- keeping in touch
1: on Facebook. Yeah, man, on the F book, we're we're tight.
0: Hey, could you never call it that again, ever? <clears throat> That'd be awesome. I like it. You, I mean, it's the same amount of syllables as Facebook. You've saved yourself no time.
1: Do you think I was trying to save time on this podcast? I'm trying to <laughs> Just trying. <to laughs> eat as much time as you can. Whatever makes sense. I'm it. gonna start saying Facebook.com.
0: <laughs> <laughs> www- <laughs> a- a- T- 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 P slash w-, w all that bullshit. Oh man. Um Yeah. So you uh so I understand you recently had a niece.
1: Yes, I did. Charlotte, she was born on Sunday. And when's that? That's the twenty third?
0: Yeah. Yeah, isn't it? Sure, we'll call yeah. it the
1: twenty third.
0: So, and you, but so, but you haven't you, you were telling me uh, before we started uh, uh, going live you haven't met her yet. No,
1: no, no, I haven't even uh, met the father yet. My sister, interesting, lived in Florida. Until oh, like okay. a couple, Like a month ago or something, two months mm. ago, she moved up to Pennsylvania. And the baby was due in July, so it's actually a little premature, but... Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, it turned out to be healthy. It's, yeah. It's just light, <clears throat> like five pounds, and I that meant nothing to me, so I looked yeah, it up, right, and exactly. you want a baby to be around like seven to nine
0: you You guys year. can't see him right now, but he sounds like he's talking about like, like a... A ham? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I was
1: thinking of like a baby. I was trying to imagine like a ham that would be roughly that size.
0: Um... But, yeah, I mean, that's a very interesting way to look at uh, babies and hams. It's, yeah. Do you do you go to – you, when you're purchasing hams, you try don't to think I don't purchase hams. Ever?
1: <laughs> I don't think I've ever bought a full ham. You buy full hams?
0: I've bought a couple of hams, actually, man. Of course man. you have. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a self-contained meal. You could feed a lot of people with it, you know? And uh, that's good radio, folks. Talking about... I
1: want to just watch you suffer <laughs> through that <laughs> stupid fucking sentence. <laughs> uh yeah man so she yeah she's like five pounds she's uh doing really good um but you haven't held her yet no have and, you
0: ever so and you don't have any kids your, yourself no and nope. you, is this your first like nephew slash niece whatever
1: no actually um and so i have an older sister so and she has she has two kids of her own right and then um i also have well two more sisters than bridget mm-hmm. and so <clears> she uh this is her second
0: it's fucking awesome, right? Being an uncle. Yeah, man. It's I love pretty it. Cool. It's a little lo- overrated.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know. I, th- I, th- you're right. It definitely is overrated. I think I buy into it a little bit uh, much. It might, it might be the Italian thing. I don't know. There's something about being an Italian uncle that just like are you like super
1: involved though Is just live around i try to see or? yeah
0: I, I try to see them at, uh, at least once a weekend um, oh, holy
1: shit yeah that's way more than yeah yeah that's a lot but i even saw my dad <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus. Um, you want to talk more about that frankie? No. <laughs> please talk more about it I'll talk to the doctor back there when we're done yo that guy doesn't actually exist i don't really know him. um all right frankie so how uh what makes you happy what what damn man yeah that's right (laughs) that's right what what makes you happy what brings you joy well no i mean because so many of my comedian friends man i i mean and i'm not just only going to talk to comedians on this podcast Mm -hmm. but um you know like everyone wears this like beaten hardened shell and they like gotta make the jokes and gotta gotta be all this and that but like i i know that every one of them has some sort of like thing that they love whether it be a passion or just something that Mm -hmm. gets them like like what like I only think of you – when, when you come to mind, it's like jokes. But, like, I know there's things that you do outside of making jokes and working. Like, like what what about it?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, that's – I'm glad you brought that up because that shit fucking annoys me. When, like, <laughs> comics have, like, this – like, they're a broken artist or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You no, they're your
0: people, you know?
1: Yeah, just aside from that, the thinking that, like, you have to be like that to be funny – uh, no I it's not necessary at all not, not true um yeah I don't know and I think it's just a lot of them act like that just to pretend that they're more interesting or whatever for real
0: like they don't want to know they don't want the world to know that they collect uh trains or like they're really into Mediterranean cooking or something like that
1: yeah um if anything it's it's like super depressing if you see a comic like that that's like has that like uh they they're running that character where they're like this like Tortured artist or whatever. Right, comedy is the only thing that they're good at. Mm -hmm. And then you watch them do a set and they fucking suck. Yeah, (laughs) that's the (laughs) horror. Oh man, if that is true, you should probably kill yourself. For real, for real. That's your only thing. But yeah, no man, I like a lot of dumb shit. Um, Like what kind of dumb shit? I think I just bought a kayak.
0: Oh, oh my god, I completely forgot. Before you were like that was a shitty bit
1: I was doing, but I like yeah I did buy a kayak. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> well, no, because
0: you used to be this like oatmeal granola, long hair hippie kind of fellow, right? Uh
1: yeah, yeah, I used to have, used to have long hair. Like, and and I
0: I know there's a there's a profile picture of you rock climbing, and I'm so mad your gear didn't fail because you're alive now. <laughs> and, but like, I'm like, all oh, right, this guy, like, like, because for whatever reason, I I I always assume you work on a railroad. Like, <laughs> I, there's something about the vibe that you give off.
1: No, man, in uh in high school, I used to. Uh... I used to just like write to different programs th- uh, a little bit in college too but um I used to just like write to different programs that would like allow me to go do that cuz if you could if you write letters to programs like that you don't need Programs money. like what? Uh so the rock climbing one was vis- Visions um and all that was is I went to Alaska
0: Oh, what the fuck? For, okay.
1: Yeah, I spent like three three months there, or whatever. Oh, that's dope. In Tanacross, Alaska, with the Athabaskan Indians or whatever.
0: You're making a lot of words up right now. I'm sure. of I'm 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 on. <laughs> <laughs> Abacradabra, uh, the, Flab and stabbers. Yeah, uh, Chief, up in Alaska. Uh,
1: Chief Red Wolf. <laughs> no, well, it was under the guy. I mean. I by no means did it to be a good per. I did it because I wanted to fucking see a Oh, oh! Make
0: no mistake. Me and no other person on planet Earth believe you are or have ever yeah. tried to be
1: a good person, Frankie. Go on. Uh yeah, well you could write letters and stuff. And for something like that, the the only thing that I had to do was like build a roof, help like build a roof like for half of the time. Right. But then the other half of the time, you're just like in Alaska, and, and uh-huh. that was yeah. It afforded me a lot of cool, cool. That's cool shit. You there. just wrote a letter. Yeah, well, I feel like
0: a lot of that had to do with you being a straight white dude because there's a lot of people who no, write letters I, that I, go unanswered.
1: Not the groups like that. Uh, that okay. Like like groups like that are like fucking like blown away by like anyone writing to them like i'm, uh, I'm so okay. interested in your cause i would be so smarmy as shit it. right yeah, what, yeah the
0: letter that you made like you didn't believe in a word you were saying yeah
1: and it was <laughs> when i got there i was instantly the biggest piece of shit because like every like so a, a lot of those people were very like interested in the cause right and they'd be like i don't know a lot of them would be like christian or whatever and they would be coming from that angle and then a good portion of them would just be like rich white girls from like Manhattan mm-hmm. that like wanted an experience um, of like pretending to help people. Like when they go to like Africa and they like hand out vaccines or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, people
0: are starting to call them out now. They're calling it voluntourism. Yeah. Where I, I, guess, <laughs> I guess
1: you probably call me after some shit like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know because I didn't go to help people whatsoever. If anything, I went there to do hate crimes against Indians <laughs> and then enjoy – the wonderful the, countryside. The fact that they're Native Americans
0: too. You
1: had to throw in.
0: You had to throw in what is now considered a racial slur on top of it. See,
1: beautiful. I, I beautiful, don't know if it is.
0: Beautiful work, Frankie.
1: No, I'm talking about the Indian people living in Alaska Not Native Americans. I'm talking oh, about people from India. Yeah, there's
0: people from the from from the country. Yeah. Of so now who's a fucking racist, A <laughs> Lot of migrants. A lot of lot of it. Yeah. A dude. lot of people who live in a hundred five degree environment. I was up there moving curry
1: <laughs> in Alaska with the Indians. Yeah. <laughs> You're um, eating
0: curried blubber. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. All right. So that's what. So like, you're you're saying going for different.
1: So all right. Yeah, I guess I like the outside. Um. Yeah,
0: the outdoors are pretty dope, man. So you kayak. What else are you into out there?
1: That's. I mean, that's basically it. Man. That's pretty much it. I just just got into fishing, and I fucking suck at it. It's so
0: hard, man. My father used to. We used to fish on a uh, on a stocked lake. When I was a kid, how do you fuck that up? <laughs> but no, that's the thing—you can't <laughs> fuck it up. It's impossible to fuck up. You guys are up. too
1: busy singing to each other.
0: <laughs> when the moon <laughs> is, <Yeah. here. laughs> um, no, and it was the easiest thing in the world because like it was stocked. It was a private, like, stocked, loaded with fish all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, I grew up my whole life. Uh, thinking i could fish because i grew up in oh, literally shooting fish that's in a barrel funny. then the first time i went to anywhere that was any sort of actual I'm good fishing for 13 14 oh my god dude i didn't catch shit just like made myself look dumb i had no idea how coddled i was in that lake um, which is kind of the typical story of uh of any white person with privilege with <laughs> where like they think they think it's one way and then you like that was like a very minuscule way of me getting thrown into the real world and seeing how shit really is uh instead of yeah dude
1: the trials and tribulations of fishing literally literally uh yeah dude i I tried um because i'm not gonna buy nor really can i get like a cool like a whatever rod you're supposed to get so i just got like some 15 dollar rod from walmart right and um ugly stick is that something you're calling me? <laughs> is it's
0: that t- it's actually all right, so it's a type of rod that's both affordable, real flexible, and really good. But having realized you don't know what an ugly stick is, I'm gonna revert that back to an insult. And yes, absolutely, you are an ugly stick.
1: Nice. Frankie. Uh, shit. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's like this two part fucking thing that I've caught nothing with. I don't even know how to fish, really. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm I get terrible. The, I get at the general it. idea of it, but it hasn't been working out. Yeah, you're I like the idea of fishing. It's I, so
0: I, cruel. It's the cruelest thing in in on, on Earth.
1: I was thinking that, like, uh, so one thing that you hear from people when they ask is like, "Oh, well, fish can't feel shit in their mouths or mm-hmm. whatever like that." And I feel like that they totally can. You know, yeah, that the, absolutely. Line. That's just that's just
0: one thing that one one fisherman made up a thousand years ago, and yeah, he's been that's passing like a it on. Yeah, that's such a dad line. Yeah, that's, that's such a dad, dad kids
1: lie. it's like, no, they they like he's it.
0: like like, I couldn't. My absolute worst nightmare has to be swallowing a fish hook, and that is the, like, goal of fishing is to get – if a fish swallows your hook, you got it. Like, there's no chance you're losing it. It's, like, going to be hard to get out of them, but, like – yeah, man, I'm, I'm sure with the way that they flob around and, like, they're also suffocating while they're getting the hook pulled out of their guts – some of that has to be sentient because they have to
1: feel a little I'll about I'll tell you what, though, man, I spent, like, long enough out there with nothing biting where I was dying to torture a fish. I would have loved True,
0: that. true. That's how you actually know if you're a fisherman or not. If you could enjoy not catching fish, which I never have. Like, I know I'm not a fisher. Like, they yeah. say they say any day of fishing is a good day of fishing or something like that. I'm like, no, absolutely not. There, there's <laughs> I've had so many bad days of fishing, like right. many, many, many bad days of fishing, pretty much all of them bad that I've ever tried outside of that stocked lake.
1: Yeah, man, so I'm trying that. Um, I don't know, I'm trying to think. I'll You're be-
0: just trying to get outdoors more often?
1: Uh, Yeah, definitely now because it's, it's a little bit nicer out. Oh, it's so uh,
0: damn nice out. Yeah, I do a lot of... I'm I'm a runner so I run outside a lot especially trail running uh, a lot softer on the joints and it's like killing two birds with one stone cuz you get to hike while getting your uh getting your mileage in. Mm-hmm. so um so that's what so it's it's mostly just outdoors for you that's like that's like your thing do you have any like hobbies you collect shit
1: any sort of uh, weird passions that not really I, I guess i play guitar you guess um, you
0: play guitar you play guitar
1: <laughs> no i play like i used to play guitar like uh, okay like, cool be like obsessed with it but <laughs> right. now it's like i probably touched the fucking thing like maybe two weeks ago or something so. right
0: that's still playing guitar yeah i don't have um it's annoying i have pitch like i understand melody i was even able to read music for a little while in high school when i was mm. taking keyboarding I do not have the dexterity for guitar. Every time I pick, I, I've tried so many times.
1: You try to hug it and just splinters in a. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, like most uh, relationships in my life. And um you're, sp- you're supposed to laugh and make that less sad, Frankie. But it's all good. It wasn't funny. It was only sad.
1: I'm going to let you die in this podcast. You <laughs>
0: love it. You love
1: yeah, you, <laughs> you know what makes me happy? <laughs> watching you just flounder, joke after fucking joke. Like a
0: fish with That's a hook stuck <laughs> in its throat. I Call that. I love fishing. It's great. <laughs> um yeah no uh i've never had the dexterity like every time i try to play guitar i'll like almost play a note and then like playing a c which is like like if you can't play c you're you're not going to be able to play any songs like it's it's Mm. one of the chords to know and i can't do i've never successfully played a c in my life so like every time i i like i'll give it like a week or two and i'm like i can't play c i'm done i'm gonna go back to all the other hobbies i'm bad at nice so that's my style but uh did you ever like were you ever in a band or anything like that?
1: Yeah, no. I was um I was in a couple in like my teens. I ah. was recently in one uh that got kicked out of Nice. B- <laughs> because uh I just I just hate bass. So this I was playing bass guitar in this band um. and uh yeah, it was my friends my friend's little I was like taken in because my friend's little brother uh, is like nasty at base right and he went he went away to like grad school or something um and they needed a bass player so they like coaxed me into doing it and uh, I was miserable like right. we, we had practice twice a week it was like a cover they just did cover songs like they wanted to be a bar band so you had to learn like I don't know, uh, Kings of Leon songs and shit. Oh my god, and that sounds like your personal horrible. fucking hell. Yeah, <laughs> you learning horrible. Kings of Leon uh, songs. i I can't really remember off top of in the songs. There was one cool Ramon song we had to learn or something, but, um, yeah. Then one day, my friend, I knew his because his little brother was like fucking retarded and immediately, <laughs> um, immediately like, uh, got kicked out of like grad school, right, or something. I don't know. He, he took a semester off. And so I knew he was coming back, so mm-hmm. I knew I was getting kicked out of the band. And when my friend called me, um, I made it as painful as possible. And That's cause he was awesome. Just, he was just feeling me out. He's like, "Hey, uh, you don't. You seem like you don't really enjoy <laughs> being in the." Band.
0: And for the first time, you I, had to lie about enjoying something. Oh, it was,
1: oh, it was great. I was like, "Are you kidding me? It's the single greatest two days of the week." <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> that's such a good way to go out. <laughs> like, <if> you... <laughs>
1: yeah, I made him be like, "Yeah," and yeah, he, he kept like, "Are, are you really?" Because I don't know. It's just I feel like you're doing it for me. I'm like, "No, man, doing it for me. I love this. This is my favorite." thing. Oh my
0: god, you might have just given me a life lesson. Yeah, that's the way. Like anytime I'm getting. Like if I'm if I'm ever get, like if I'm ever getting fired or something in the future, I want to keep that one in my back pocket or great. broken up with. Cuz I actually just realized I I for the couple of times I've been fired from jobs, I made it way too easy for them. I did it the exact yeah. Stefano way. It was like, "Oh, really? Awesome." Oh
1: my god. <laughs> like um uh <laughs> What was your best fire? What was your best I I'll tell you a couple
0: of them that, like yeah, and yeah. I'll go verbatim. Like uh so one time I get back from vacation Right? I was on a two-week vacation in Italy uh-huh. and I'm getting uh, I-, I walk into work to get fired. I didn't know that I was getting fired that day. So the absolute worst way to get fired is coming back from a vacation you know uh-huh. it's, it's the wor- it's the worst way to come back. So, <laughs> so I'm getting fired in the worst way possible. Oh, yeah, that's great. So so uh, my boss sits me down he's like, Stefano uh, it's not working out. We're gonna have to let you go. What job was this? Oh I, I was uh, refinishing bathtubs. <laughs> yeah I've had a lot and, of random jobs okay yeah all right. and um it, it it was uh it was terrible anyway, but mm-hmm. uh he sits me down he's like, Stefano it's uh performance hasn't been great, We've got a lot of complaints and uh, we're gonna need to let you go and I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah, I go, fair enough <laughs> And that was like pretty much the entire exchange. That was actually how I reacted uh, to what it. what
1: did he say to you being like that, huh? <laughs>
0: Oh, he was definitely taken back. Like he was, he he was he was almost. Like, uncom- see, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, You're was- a bitch. You need to get out of here. He was definitely uncomfortable with it, um. But also, you know, I've, it was a terrible job, so I was pretty happy to leave it. Um, being unemployed sucked, but I survived. Ah, uh, what was another one? <laughs> and um, I can't remember my responses exactly, but I've always made. I could definitely make them more uh, painful. I
1: I go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, I've been fired. Uh, twice. I quit one time. My first job, I was 13. I was, uh, working at a landscaping company.
0: Very Irish story so far. Go on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, I, I used to have to walk there and... I had to like I had to stack up these bags of peat moss or something, mm-hmm. and I don't I forgot why it was easier to stack them taller rather than because I think if I didn't I'd have to like carry them further or whatever. Right. And my boss told me, "Do not stack them too high." Like, <laughs> look me like look at me. Right. Do not stack them too high, and I was like, "Yeah, no, absolutely not." And then uh, it was in the parking lot, so like this BMW or just some very nice car pulls right. up and I'm stacking the bags of Piedmont and I stack them way too high <laughs> and they fall over completely covering this like beautiful car that I think was like a convertible and shit it was no like tell the, me it was, it was converted like, it was that like would have been great Scene scene from uh back to the future oh when they, the, they, they blowed the horse shit up in the, in the yeah in the conver- it was Wait, it was opened
0: it was converted
1: it was a summer yeah yeah holy shit it was yeah so and then I just looked at it and I'm not kidding the job paid five dollars an hour, right yeah, because I thought it was great. when I was 13, I was mad dumb. You're a millionaire I'm like, You're getting awesome, five dollars and five dollars an hour but I'm just looking at all of this. I'm like this he's he's not gonna like this. <laughs> and I just walked home. I just walked home. Oh, never you didn't let it up. happen. No, 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 I couldn't take that beating. No just, that's a, that's I a rough just one. Was done with that. And then um, the other two firings just resulted in me like, getting into like borderline fist fights with the boss.
0: <laughs> I um <clears throat> I was doing construction for this guy for a while and I have no business doing construction. Mm-hmm. Um and it was uh it was a much more soft fire where uh he just like he was like, "Well, I'll call you when there's some work." That sort of thing. Yeah, that's and and uh, you know, we'll stay friends. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh as surprising as it's as it is he's he, yeah i honestly might still work for the guy because like he didn't he never officially fired me and like he yeah well oh, uh he's he told me there'd be you know he, he told me he'd call me what was it like it was like two and a half years ago so like <laughs> damn dude i yeah. think that's gone you think yeah i don't know, man there's a chance <laughs> uh but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, I'm, I've gotten a lot better at holding on to jobs. I'm at, I've been at mine for a little over two years now, so mm. that's the longest I've ever. I think that's no, no, it's not the longest I've ever kept a job. Longest I've ever te- kept a decent job, though. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, what's gonna make the world a better place, Frankie?
1: Oh, that's damn. right.
0: We just dropped fucking bombs on here, man. That's
1: how it works. These are shitty fucking guidance counselor answers. I Questions. am
0: your guidance counselor. That's what's that's gonna, what gonna make I do. the
1: world a better place.
0: Or a happier place, whatever. Fucking what's, what's a singular – what's some sort of improvement? There's got to be a through line in your thinking where you're like, ah, there could be more of this.
1: Um, damn, dude. Stosh answered these questions?
0: Um, Yeah, I'll tell t- – I think I – th- I honestly think um, – don't, don't tell me
1: when when we got hot mics. Tell me, <laughs> tell me after. Um, damn, dude. What's going to make the world a better place? Hell, yeah. I don't know. Probably, if, you know, if it doesn't go up like twenty degrees or whatever it's supposed to do, right?
0: You mean later today or like the entire planet, like, like global warming, yeah, I and we're guess. On fire. I don't know. Or what
1: do you want? Like comedy, like more people laughing or something.
0: Sure, man. Is that what you think? Is that is that what you think we're lacking?
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. What's your answer on this? I'm interested in.
0: Oh, it's the same way I end every. Uh, it's the same way I end every episode of this podcast. Drink more water and be nicer to each other. It's the only piece of advice I feel comfortable giving anybody on Earth, because it's not politicizing or divisive. Mm-hmm. It's not. Uh, it's it's not in any way specific. It's just uh, the uh, drink more water covers the personal. Uh, you know the personal well being. You know I think mm-hmm. everybody needs to drink more water, and with drinking more water, you're probably going to get your diet in line too, because. It's it's when you're drinking enough water, it's pretty hard to also eat like a piece of shit. Like you're not gonna drink a gallon of water a day and eat McDonald's for three meals. It uh-huh. I, it doesn't tend to jive. And yeah, I think people like whatever your beliefs are, whatever your uh, whatever your beliefs are, whatever you're into, it doesn't matter. Uh, even who you hate, like it it really doesn't matter at the end mm. of the day who you hate in your heart. If you could just remember to be fucking nicer while you're doing it, like you could hate somebody and be nice at the same time like you could you could respect somebody you like hatred and respect aren't mutually exclusive like you don't you know you 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 don't have to have uh you don't have to disrespect someone just because you hate somebody you don't have to be mean to someone just because you hate them so like that's what i think that's what i think is gonna make the world a better place yeah um what else uh so yeah i kind of threw that one on you (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> consi- uh, considering my answer. No. And so do you think it's comedy? Do you think people need to laugh it's, more? Do you think?
1: No. I, like realistically, your answer is better. I've always thought. Like, well, yeah, because it's.
0: It's, it's as general as possible. Fucking question. It's so stupid. It's so <laughs> dumb. Um,
1: yeah. No, I mean, it is true. I always thought like. um, And I was thinking recently just because um, my niece was born i do not have any idea i want kids but i would have no idea how to raise them And i figure the only thing i could just like drill into them is uh just empathy and open-mindedness yeah because if you yeah if you do both of those things you really can't be a shitty person For, if you're like you well know, I, open-minded enough to listen yeah um and empathetic enough to kind of like see where someone's coming
0: from yeah man throwing yourself in other people's shoes uh That's it's so cliche, but it fucking works, man. Just like no matter how much I I get mad at somebody or uh, no matter how wrong some uh, some something is done to me by somebody. Like if you could just figure out like, all right, why do they think they're right? Why do they think they're justified? What in their life has happened? Honestly, it always comes down to some form of trauma or some form of. Uh, past situation that's reflecting itself in a negative way like nobody like nobody is really the bad guy in their own story you know just because they're Mm. a piece of shit in your eyes like doesn't mean they don't think that somehow what they're doing is right in some way and if you could kind of frame it in that uh if you could if you could try to get to that place it's not easy it's not easy when you just absolutely hate somebody to figure out what you know what made them that way or why they might be acting out that way Mm -hmm. but uh do you call yeah it was cool when we were making all those funny riffs and then it got all real again right um i hate you i know
1: (laughs) i know man fucking sucks
0: I cornered I you. You were like, oh, this is kind of fun. Wow. Stefano's podcast, way better than I thought of. There he is. Oh There's that bullshit that what keeps do you, me uh, in. What do you think happens
1: when you die?
0: <laughs> what do you do think you... happens when you die, Frankie? Oh, I discuss this one all the time. Um, what do. I know you weren't. I know you were asking, making not fun being of me. Serious, I was bullying you. <laughs> but now I kinda, <laughs> But now I'm kind of curious, man. Right, what uh, what do you call? It? Does any of that matter to you? Do you operate with some sort of? There's a part two to all this, or not really? No, right? I, I don't. It's tough escaping that for Irish Italian, Irish and Italians, because just about yeah, all once, of us. Once brought you jump
1: that fence, like yeah, you don't really. It's I just it's don't so think freeing. about it. I don't think about it. Any and I'm cool with any of any idea that i've heard they all seem fine i
0: think the most just thing is that whatever you believe in is what happens so atheists i am so fucking fine with them rotting in the dirt and shutting up forever great we don't need them anymore like like boring annoying but then like let's say you believe in god and the Mm -hmm. devil and all that so like if you believe in God and you act good your whole life and like by those standards made it to heaven, fucking good on you. You you get heaven. But if you believe in God and the devil and you act like an asshole your whole life, you definitely deserve a hell. Like if you know that <laughs> if if you know in your heart that hell exists and you yeah. still did shit to wind up there, you deserve it, right? And then the reincarnation thing, if you believe in it, great, man. You might be a grasshopper next, you might be a rock, but whatever,
1: you know. Pretty sweet be a rock.
0: Yeah, to be that's I mean, thats a weird ass country to come back as and uh,
1: <laughs> I, I really hate the way that you are. <laughs> and the things that you choose to say in the order that you say them in
0: every word out of my mouth, pretty much. Right, uh, man, it must annoy the shit out of you that I like you. That must be the worst part of all of this, man.
1: Oh, dude
0: I, I, <laughs> you're like why would anyone say that to somebody's face you like them it's easier <laughs> it's so much easier to say hey <laughs> uh but no you're uh um, our funny ass dude man Your twitter i i try to get my friends on it. i think it's uh i think it's a really uncovered gem of the internet man thanks man what, what what's your handle
1: uh shit uh frankie i always forget the number frankie hill 44
0: oh is it 44
1: 44 or 4. I think it's 4 because I tagged yeah, you on Instagram yeah, today and know. it was 4. Okay. Um, it's one of those. Okay, yeah.
0: So Frankie Hill 4, Frankie Hill 44. You should. So maybe that's one of the reasons why it's not a famous Twitter account yet. You don't even know the, the I got, handle.
1: I got 300 <clears throat> followers, man. I got an army. You're killing bug. it. <laughs> You're ki-
0: How do you only have three? It is such a sin that I have even one more follower than you because my <laughs> Twitter account is such a piece of shit by comparison.
1: I think a good quarter of mine come from not a quarter, a oh. good amount come from you, your people. Oh I've, yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've, i There's been like a sh- alarming amount. Yeah. That's like one mutual, and it's like this fucking idiot. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. No, a <laughs> lot
0: of um, because I'm retweeting your shit all the time, and uh, and it's just funny as hell, man. You, I, I, I um, what do you call it? I, I, I like your uh, your your style of uh, both on stage <clears throat> and online. That style of getting very specific. Like we're yeah. like like you'll get to like uh, today I wrote it like uh, what do you call it when I was talking about the municipal building on Facebook. That,
1: I was actually going to fucking tell you about it. Yeah. That was a perfect way to say it. municipal buildings. Yeah. Funny.
0: yeah. It was me. It was me stealing whatever I could from your style to make a joke. Like that's literally who I thought of when I made it, um, which uh, is either flattering or annoying or both. But uh, yeah, no, you have a you def- have a definite style, man. How did you? Thanks, man. So you're you Would you consider yourself a one-liner on stage?
1: Yeah, I think I have to. Those yeah, are all. I never wanted to be, um, but I kind of fell into that. Yeah. Um. So for
0: those of you who've never seen him live, Frankie has a uh, deadpan, uh, no transition style of just kind of delivering straight up jokes on stage. He's one of the most consistently funny comics I've seen up there, like on the local level. I'm often. I'm often brought to tears like I can't like I'm the exact opposite where I'm on stage throwing this whole fucking clown act of personality and personal anecdotes and thinking anybody gives a shit about who Stefano Sanzo is. And Frankie Hill knows that people come to comedy shows to hear jokes and um, (laughs) like every now and then you'll break into a through line that lasts a couple of sentences. But for the most Mm. part, it's kind of like that Mitch Hedberg, Demetri Martin style of this was a joke. Now, here's another joke and here's another
1: joke. Uh, yeah, so that kind of it,
0: developed naturally you're saying.
1: Yeah, or it just didn't really develop at all. Um <laughs> which yeah, I mean if you think about it, um I first started doing it because I went to before I did an open mic, I went to one to see what it looked like and I saw it, it was horrible. People oh, so, so like bad. just doing a horrible job. And um as
0: opposed to the open mics where everyone murders every right. single and it's just it's just well, I didn't a basket know, of hilarity.
1: Yeah, you don't before you go to one, you have this different you know you have oh you definitely have an idea of what an open mic is before you 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 think it's like a show with lights and stuff or whatever and i guess my first my first open mic was awesome Mm. um it was because it was like well hold on so before i i used to watch people just run out of time on stage you get like five minutes four minutes or whatever and i was like okay um if i'm gonna do this i have to have short jokes so I can at least do a handful of them so I can fit them in a five minute. Block. Ah, okay. So, so that, yeah. Cause you don't want to waste a five minutes. If you have five like minutes, that. I want to waste three or four minutes on one joke. That's not going to work. Right. So yeah, the first open mic was at Joker's and there must've been something else happening. Joker's wild street. in New Haven.
0: Uh, by the way, folks, for those who never, never right. heard
1: of it now, it's like uh building still there, but it's completely empty. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, there was something else happening on Worcester street. I don't know. Um, but, there was It was one of the, the most crowded uh, times I've ever seen that place. And Pat, um, Pat, Oates. Pat Oates, who was the um, the house comic there, the manager and all yep. that, and he used to run the open mic. He wasn't there. Kevin Fitzgerald was. Um, so I got this completely different idea of what open mic comedy oh. was. I walked in. Yeah, and my first was mic
0: was a Pat Oates open mic. Very different.
1: Yeah, no, I had like sixty people probably. Um Holy shit. Yeah, it was it was for Jokers, it's very full. I, rem- I
0: remember that. And
1: remember Kevin Fitzgerald the was there and Kevin, if you know him, is a complete sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Oh comedy's pretty sweet deal. He's kind <laughs> of who
0: I pretend to be, as far as like you know, everyone knows this is a fake personality I put on to hide the demons, but <laughs> <laughs> He's real. He's real. He's really that genuine. He's like a, a year-round
1: Santa. He's very nice guy. Yeah, and he was, um, yeah, he was the first one to call me up, and I I did well, um, and I was like, wow, comedy's great. I'm gonna oh, no. I'm gonna be famous in three months. Oh, you poor sweet bitch. And then yeah, like literally the next week, I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I think. Um see the thing the thing was for me my first comedy set was not an open mic it was uh it was a paid show and it was just me and another guy what the fuck yeah how did you get that well we set it up ourselves the first show i ever did i basically booked myself i didn't know any other way to do. where was it so there's this old place in uh in shelton called huntington street cafe uh-huh. It was a little cafe, and uh, at night, they allowed me and my friend Anthony Abraham, shout out to Anthony, I love you, um, to do a comedy show. He had already done comedy a few times, and uh-huh. he's like, hey, Stefan, I need you to come on. He has me headline. He has me go after him. <laughs> so I <laughs> he head- wanted to see you die. Yeah. Here's the thing. did not really die, because <clears throat> I had all my family and friends come. I think oh, it was like okay. 30, 30 or so people came to this little cafe, mm-hmm. and I did a 15-minute uh, stand-up set. That was the first time I ever did comedy, and basically every time i ever did comedy after that was chasing the dragon of the first feeling like my first set <laughs> ever was like as perfect loving situation super supportive lots of laughter it was yeah. a solid set i headline i got a couple of dollars for it and uh A couple, you know, I did another show like that, almost an identical show, a few months later, and then I finally did uh, my first open mic at Joker's, and I was exposed to you fucking animals, (laughs) and that's where like it went from like, oh, comedy is this awesome, supportive, great thing, like, uh, like I'm gonna reach my highest of highs and tackle my dreams, and then I did an open mic and met. The Corey Browns, the Cal Whites, the Stashes—that you know, ev- the whole comedy scene. All the, all the best guys. All <laughs> of them, man. All of them. And uh, what do you call it? That's when I started to realize that there's like, oh, this is what they're talking about on all those podcasts. This is like, it's, this is like that. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, I loved it. It's I loved amazing. Jokes. No, no. I, a lot I, of
1: people I, didn't, but I liked it.
0: I missed the shit out of it, man. It was the yeah. only thing that kept me going to open mics consistently. Mm-hmm. Was like having like. What I considered a home club, you know, like a place where that was close enough to where I was born that had enough of like my local, you know, my local life tied into it, you know, uh, that that it just felt right being there. It felt like a great place to practice and come up. And it sucks that it's I guess now what would you call it defunct because it's still there. The building's there. I'm pretty sure there's a. Yeah, it's a
1: dilapidated building. It's
0: all set up to do comedy like you'd probably just need a good dusting. And a half not
1: a million think that dollars. Place is up code at all. No, no, you don't think no, so. No, I've I've heard the basement is like There's a basement? Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't even want to know the shit that went on in the Joker's basement.
1: Yeah, that place is I think um basically a foreclosed building. I don't
0: know. Yeah, yeah, but it would be super dope if we I mean, I feel like New Haven needs a comedy club. Uh or it doesn't. Hearing that out loud, maybe maybe that's exactly <laughs> what New Haven doesn't need. <laughs> but I don't know, just like Cause, cause like it is what you would consider a major city in as far as Connecticut goes, you know, and, uh, it doesn't, uh, with the way comedy's blowing up, I feel like every sort of established city, uh, needs a good place to practice comedy. I mean, there's so many goddamn comedians, uh, mm-hmm. especially that are centered around New Haven. So it'd be awesome if somebody could bring that back, but who knows if it ever will. Um, it'll probably just eventually be a parking lot for the pizza places. Yeah. But, uh, I would love God, cause it was a terrible parking lot for comedy. It's like five cars and you basically had to hit a car to park yours. <laughs> like you had, <laughs> you had to put a scratch on a car leaving that parking lot. Yeah. Like, I
1: saw someone hit a car pretty fucking
0: hard. one time. There. M- also, most of the comedians leaving that place were drunk. So there's yeah. that, <laughs> there's <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, I missed, I missed the shit out of that place, man. And, uh, ah, Pat, I remember Pat was like, yeah, he, he was, he was hosting that first open mic I did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember, you just, like when we all flocked to the sheet, like he pointed out where the sign up sheet was. I remember him calling us all jackals, <laughs> and for some <laughs> reason that stuck out to me for yeah. four years. Uh, sub- something about old. I God, damn, I love, I love new happy Pat, but I miss old disgruntled Pat sometimes. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Um, I, I gotta have him on the show sometime. Anyway, uh, so. Arriving to the uh the qu- if you thought you hated those other two questions, oh, man, Jesus. you are going to despise this one so fucking much. It's so broad and cliche and means nothing, okay. and uh, you probably won't have an answer for it. From but maybe you will. Uh, so. This, uh, you know, this whole podcast, this, this side project I'm doing, maybe it lasts forever. You know, maybe I keep on doing it or maybe I only make these this first order of five episodes. Who knows? But oh. I'm going to try to keep these, you know, this first five episodes that I make, I'm going to try to keep them hosted for as long as I can, uh, financially speaking, uh, hopefully forever. Uh, so if you, uh, you know, this this could be heard by my friends and family, your friends and family, your niece even one day. If you had a moment uh, to speak something into infinity, whether it be a piece of advice an all-encompassing phrase, uh, a topic that you think people should think more about. If you could just put something in there set in stone forever, this would be your moment. (laughs) What would you say,
1: Frankie? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my fucking God, dude.
0: You guys need to see the fucking rage in his face right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If I could speak something into infinity, what do you have, like, fucking brain damage, dude? concerned you have like a concussion
0: <laughs> i mean i i was on a football team for a while so sol- i had to have a solid two or three right
1: jesus dude speak something into it i'm not even sure i know what that means <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a phrase that you would something that you want to last forever frankie it could be if it, you know whatever whatever that phrase means to you it's got to mean something i could see it's brewing up a whole bunch of
1: emotions in you get them out it's goddamn, dude <laughs> phrase that i can speak into not done it's just words something what's yours like hakuna matata
0: (laughs) pretty much throwing up the (laughs) shaka bro (laughs) smooth cool runnings
1: oh man i cannot believe stash answered that oh you're gonna love his answer yeah (laughs) um yeah i honestly don't know man i i can't think of a phrase that i would want to speak into existence i'd probably just be quiet that would be. <laughs> That's actually a great one, man. Yeah, Silence just is a virtue. Yeah, just That's mind something your I know nothing business. about. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, Go just on. mind your own business. Yeah? that would be mine. All right. I think I don't know why. What, what was yours? Do you have the same one, or do you change it up for every episode?
0: That I, I like to ask that question to people. Uh, like I asked it to Rodney, and he gave some grand pieces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he literally might be like an offshoot of God. Like, like Rodney yeah. is a truly good man, and I knew he he'd have a great answer to that. Stash is a piece of shit troll and said Trump twenty <laughs> twenty.
1: That's pretty good. It's incredible. Pretty good. Then he followed the it up big with man like, in there. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> then he followed it up with something along the lines of like he he it it he spoke to the fact that he is not for Trump. But the, the you know, what, what why you said it was funny as shit.
1: Yeah, he's not for Trump. He's more just for like white power.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, because we all know that Stosh is bull is an outspoken racist and mm-hmm. and proud of his white uh his white heritage. Yeah, as he should be. Um which is I, I would like to speak that into infinity that Stosh Makita is, is dead. No, no, no. no <laughs> all no. right, we got it, dude.
1: Uh we can wrap white power. We again. got it. That's
0: the name of the episode. Um <laughs> And uh, I mean, really, what a, what is a conversation between two straight white, one being Irish, one being Italian? <laughs> conversation. No matter what smarmy bullshit we come up with about art or performing or anything, I mean, at the end of the day, it really is white. <laughs> it is white power, man.
1: It really is. And you know, I'm glad I was able to drive down here today and speak that forever new existence. <laughs> Changing my answer, or the answer is white power.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. My last episode ended in Trump 2020. My third episode ended in uh, white power. I'm, I'm running, just trying to I'm, cater I'm to running, your brand. I'm officially running a white-wing conservative <laughs> podcast, dude.
1: Just like you always dreamed of, man. Oh, now you God are Rogan. Damn. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> and on that note, uh, thanks for coming by, uh, Frankie. I have a feeling people are going to want you back. I know I will. Uh, everyone. Yeah. Um, See you guys next week, and as always, drink more water and be nicer to each other.